Time now for the first half of your evening news here on KCIM. This is Abby Ward reporting. The first week of the 2024 Iowa legislative session wrapped up on Friday of last week and District 11 Representative Brian Best of Glidden is back to releasing his weekly recaps of the legislators' activities. Governor Kim Reynolds unveiled key elements of her agenda for the state during last week's Condition of the State, addressing fiscal matters, education, mental health, and more. According to Best, the Iowa Department of Transportation is proposed to receive a $5.8 million increase in highway operations and equipment replacement funding for its fiscal year 2025 budgets. Reynolds aims to expedite income tax cuts, lowering the rate to 3.65% retroactive to this year and further to 3.5% by January 1st of 2025. The unemployment tax on businesses is set to decrease by approximately 40% as the unemployment trust fund currently has a balance of $1.8 billion. Property tax reductions for child care providers were also proposed. The governor's work-based learning plan focuses on sustaining WBL programs and aligning last-dollar scholar programs with WBL experiences and high-demand careers. The legislator is also keying in on improving youth mental health services in Iowa. Reynolds also outlined a teacher pay proposal aiming for a 50% increase in starting pay to $50,000 and a minimum salary of $62,000 for experienced teachers. The legislator is also pursuing Reynolds' suggestion to eliminate 111 redundant or obsolete boards by governor by, for government efficiency. Legislative sessions move quickly, and Friday, January 19th, already marks the final day for individual senators and representatives to submit requests for bills and join resolution drafts to the Legislative Services Agency. Statistics from the 2023 calendar year show the city of Carroll's crime rate remains well below national figures. According to Police Chief Brad Burke, the data is classified by the type of interaction from traffic citations and shoplifting to burglaries and thefts. Burke says nothing really stands out in the 2023 stats. Pretty consistent again from the last couple years. Last 10 years, of course, you see some changes in there, but even just last couple years, not much change. In 2023, the Carroll Police Department had just over 8,600 calls or interactions. Approximately 43.5% of them were traffic citations and warnings. The next most common crime was theft with 224 reported incidents. 14 of those were thefts from vehicles, and Burke says they plan to put an added emphasis on them in 2024. We started doing this back in 2018. We had a string of thefts from vehicles at that point. So we started changing the way we logged those. And we only had 14, pretty low number for thefts from vehicles, but really it could be zero. We don't have people that are breaking windows to get into cars or just open and unlock car doors. So big thing is just lock your car, prevent yourself from being a victim. And I know there's a lot of people that didn't report these to when they got their car broken into and are happening, but these are the ones that we do have. And big thing is just lock your car, it won't happen. Burks adds it can be difficult for law enforcement to close on those cases, but the rising prevalence of video doorbells often helps identify potential suspects. A few years ago, the department started a voluntary registry for homeowners to let police know they have equipment around their properties. 
Burke encourages people to get signed up for that if they are interested. And we're just keeping a list is what we're doing. So that way we know if there is a incident in the 900 block of North Main Street, we can check our list. Okay, in this two-block radius, we know there's 15 cameras that we can go check with these people. So if someone does want to have their name on the list, uh, give us a call at the office or, or get a hold of Alex Cleaver. He's our detective. He keeps that list up to date. And we'll, then we'll know where they're at. People don't, sometimes don't want us to know, too, and that's fine. We, we understand and respect that. Mental health calls remain a concern for the Carroll Police Department as the number of interactions rose from just 15 in 2013 to 58 in 2023. While these in- situations are often resolved, they typically take up a significant amount of time for an officer that could be focused on other law enforcement tasks. Burke notes violent crimes such as robbery, kidnapping, or felony assaults are very rare occurrences in Carroll, and he is optimistic that won't be changing anytime soon. Burke made his comments Wednesday morning on KCIM. The full interview is included with the story on our website. Today, Iowa Attorney General Brenna Byrd filed a lawsuit against TikTok, suing the social media app for deceiving Iowa parents by lying about children's access to inappropriate content. Bird says TikTok has kept parents in the dark. It's time we shine a light on TikTok for exposing young children to graphic materials such as sexual contact, self-harm, illegal drug use, and worse. In the Apple App Store, TikTok claims a 12-plus age rating and is able to work around parental controls by wrongfully rating the app. This violates the App Store guidelines by stating the content is infrequent and mild when it is actually frequent and intense. The platform is also accused of recommending inappropriate content to children as young as 13 years old. Bird says TikTok has sneaked past parental blocks by misrepresenting the severity of its content, but no longer. As a mom and prosecutor, I am committed to equipping parents with information to keep their kids safe and hold TikTok accountable. This deception violates the Iowa Consumer Fraud Act, and the lawsuit is hoping to inform misleading parents and users about the inappropriate content availability and challenge TikTok's misleading statements about parental controls on the platform's community guidelines and in the Google and Microsoft app stores. And that has been the first half of your 6 o'clock evening news here on KCIM. This has been Abby Ward reporting. We'll be back with more right after this. Gain efficiency. Reduce operating cost. The Massey Ferguson 7S Series is a perfect match for your busy farm with up to 210 horsepower and 50 gallon per minute load sensing hydraulics. It's comfortable and efficient too, thanks to a carefully considered cab, a proven Agco power engine, and reliable transmission options. See the Massey Ferguson 7S Series at Robinson Implement in Irwin Corning and Pocahontas to learn more. Start the new year with a new vehicle from Champion Ford. Get over 11000 off a 2023 Ford F-150 or a 2019 Lariat with super low miles for only $41,990. That's over $30,000 less than a comparable new one. Need an SUV? Get a 21 Explorer, low miles for only $36,490. That's $15,000 less than new. Certified pre-owned and free oil changes for life right here in Carroll. But hurry, they won't last long. Only at Champion Ford, where everybody wins. This is Abby Ward with the second half of your evening news here on KCIM. But first, let's take a look at a quick weather forecast and some other facts. 
So tonight we're looking at a chance of flurries with a slight chance of snow before 11 p.m. Then a chance of flurries again between 11 p.m. and midnight. Chance of snow is at 20%. Mostly cloudy with a low around 3. Thursday, we are in a winter weather advisory from Thursday afternoon until Thursday, late Thursday night, as well as a wind chill advisory from Thursday night into Friday morning. So tomorrow, we're looking at snow mainly afternoon with a high near 11. Chance of snow is at 100%. Wind gusts as high as 20 miles per hour. New snow accumulations of 2 to 4 inches possible. Thursday night, a 20% chance of snow before 9 p.m. Patchy blowing snow before 9. Cloudy, then gradually becoming partly cloudy with a low around negative 7. Wind chill values as low as negative 25. Blustery winds with gusts as high as 28 miles per hour. Friday, patchy blowing snow before 9 a.m., mostly sunny and cold with a high near 4. Wind chill values as low as negative 30. Wind gust as high as 22 miles per hour. Heading into Friday night, partly cloudy with a low around negative 19. Yesterday's high was at 8 degrees sometime in the afternoon, while yesterday's low was negative 7 at 7 a.m. Sunrise tomorrow will be at 7.44 a.m., and the record high was set in 1989 at 52 degrees, while the record low was set in 1977 at negative 17. So it's going to be cold, and we're going to get more snow. Like, that's the last thing we need. I was just mentioning today how the weather was starting to warm up, and it didn't feel too bad outside today. And now we're going to go back to being cold. Time now to take a look at your local news. The 18th Annual Carroll Chamber of Commerce Classic Court Classic Basketball Tournament is set for next month, bringing youth basketball teams and their families from different locations to the Carroll community. On February 24th and 25th, teams of consisting of 3rd through 9th grade boys and 4th through 8th grade girls will compete for the championship title. Program Ash Director Ashley Shabel has been assisting in organizing this event for the past six years and loves the impact this tournament has had on the Carroll community for nearly two decades. Chamber president and board at the time wanted to find a way to have an event. They thought kids were leaving Carroll to um, play basketball. Why couldn't we do that here? <laughs> you know, they were spending a lot of money out of town on the weekends. So they thought, why can't we do that here and bring people into our restaurants and our shops and keep our kids playing here at home for at least one of the weekends. Shable thanks Kemper Catholic Schools and Carroll Community Schools for being great to work with, allowing the Classic Tournament to use their courts to make this tournament run smoothly. Shable also thanks the community's many local sponsors that enable such fun for the teams and make this event stand out from other basketball tournaments. We give every player a t-shirt. So when they all come in, they get a Court Classic t-shirt. It's sponsored by local businesses and we get support for that every year. And then we give medals and championship shirts to the winning teams. So they go home with a long sleeve, usually dry fit, really fun, color bright with our logos and stuff on it. They'll say champions. Shable says they like to do something different every year to make things more exciting for the players and is excited about this year's new equipment. This year, we actually are having brand new basketballs. Kevin and Amy Reinecke, they're the owners of Culver's here in Carroll. Love basketball, love being supporters of things. And Kevin works on our court classic committee and we were talking about it. And he said, I would like to sponsor that. We ordered some new basketballs. We put Choose Carol on them. Distinguished a little bit. Kind of thank them for choosing Carol too. But we'll have new basketballs in all the gyms this year. So I think the kids will like that. We haven't had new basketballs since it began. 
Registration is now open for teams to get signed up. Shable says they will be accepting registrations until two weeks before the tournament, but encourages registers to sign up as soon as possible. There's a link on our Chamber website, also our Chamber Facebook page. We use the Tourney Machine app, so some people will have the Tourney Machine app. They can go through that way, or the link to the Tourney Machine is on both those sites of ours. All online registration, $150 for teams to register. They're guaranteed three games, or they can always call us too at the Chamber office, and we'll help them walk through it. Everyone is encouraged to come out and support the Carroll Chamber of Commerce Court Classic, happening February 24th and 25th. If anyone is interested in volunteering, taking tickets, or being a site coordinator, call Ashley Shable at 712-792-4383. Iowa Secretary of Agriculture Mike Nag has announced the launch of a new Choose Iowa Dairy Innovation Grant program, an initiative to promote on-farm dairy processing, reduce farm labor costs, and increase the availability of Iowa dairy products for consumers. The program, authorized during the 2023 legislative session, has an initial budget of $750,000 for its first year. The grants are designed to assist smaller dairies and farms by providing matching funds of up to $100,000 per project. It aligns with the success of other Iowa cost share grant programs, such as the Choose Iowa Value Added Grant and the Butchery Innovation and Revitalization Program, all aimed at enhancing local Iowa availability and processing capacity. Applications are open to Iowa-based dairy f- dairies with fewer than 50 employees, with eligible projects including investment in pasteurization equipment, processing vats, robotic technology, and more. The application deadline is February 9th, with grant recipients set to be announced in March. Additional details, including application materials, can be found included with this story on our website. The Audubon County Crime Stoppers invites residents to join them this weekend for the organization's annual fundraiser. From 5 p.m. to 7 p.m. on Saturday, January 20th, the group will serve soups in the Memorial Building in Audubon, with proceeds going to benefit the county's Crime Stoppers Fund. Adults can eat for $10 each, while kids 12 and under get in free with a paid adult. The menu includes chili, oyster, and vegetable beef soup, sandwiches, dessert bars, and drinks. Takeout options are also available that evening. McGruff, the crime dog, will be making an appearance at this year's program, and Joe Bean and Leon and Judy Johnson will provide entertainment. And that has been your look at your evening news here on KCIM. This has been Abby Ward reporting. Have a great evening.